Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, No More Sacrifice Needed, based on our reading of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 11 to 14. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering often oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sin but this man after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever sat down on the right hand of God from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool for by one offering he had perfected for every forever them that are sanctified When God rescued the children of Israel from Egyptian bondage, he told Pharaoh that he wanted to bring his people to a place where they could worship him. You see, my friend, the children of Israel, while under the Egyptian bondage, lost their grip on the relationship they had with God. Instead of walking in accordance with the will of God, they started to follow the pagan practices of the Egyptian culture. For over 400 years, the people of God were polluted by the Egyptian culture and lifestyle until they pretty much lost a lot of their identifying marks of being a follower of the true God. It's against this background that God decided to ask Moses to build a sanctuary while the children of Israel walked in the wilderness for 40 years. In Exodus chapter 25, verse 8 and 9, God said, And let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them, according to all that I show thee, after the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make it. Notice carefully that God intended for the sanctuary to be placed where he would dwell among the people. But not only did God want to dwell among the people, He also wanted to make sure that the sanctuary would be built according to a pattern that God would reveal to Moses. The Bible outlines that not only did God ask Moses to build a sanctuary, God provided information on a series of services that would take place in the sanctuary. The Bible outlines that there was a daily service where a sacrifice would be made by the priest on behalf of of the sinner. The sinner's transgression during the daily sanctuary services would be transferred from the person to the sanctuary. Once every year on the Day of Atonement, the sins of a people or of the people which accumulated in the sanctuary would be removed and placed on a scapegoat. This scapegoat would be taken into the wilderness symbolizing that the sins of the people were gone completely from the camp of Israel. It's important to note that God set up this sacrificial system as a replica of the process that the Godhead would implement to transfer the confessed sins of the people from themselves to the heavenly sanctuary. In Hebrews chapter 10, we see the apostles Paul speaking about the sanctuary services and the actions of the priest. We see Paul taking, talking about the services which 
took place in the earthly sanctuary and whether or not these services had any power to forgive sins. Then Paul makes a truly profound statement that relates to the actions of Jesus as it, as it, uh, as it relates to the forgiveness of sins. In, in, in verses 11 to 14, the word of the Lord said the following, And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oft times the same sacrifices which cannot take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin forever, sat down on the right hand of God. From henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he had perfected forever them that are sanctified. Here we see Paul making it clear that the sacrifices by the priests in the early sanctuary cannot take away sins. In addition, Paul makes it clear that this man, who we know to be Jesus, didn't need to be involved in daily sacrifices in order to get rid of the sins of the repentant sinners. He just needed to make the sacrifice once in order to perfect the sanctified forever. What a powerful message today that only Jesus need to take one action to pay the ransom for our sins. Oh, what a love this shows that God, God has for us. It is such a good thing to know that we no longer are required to participate in these daily sacrifices of the earthly sanctuary. It's such a good thing to know that we no longer have to confess our sins to an earthly priest for it to be moved from us into the heavenly sanctuary. Now we can, can, can confess our sins directly to our heavenly father, the high priest, Jesus Christ, who was touched with the feelings of our infirmities and tempted in all points like as we are. It is such a good thing to know that there's nothing more that God needed to do in and of himself to pay the wages for our sins. All that he needs to do have already been done. The only thing left for God to do can be summarized in the words of the prophet Ezekiel in chapter 36 and verse 26. This is what the prophet said. A new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. It is my prayer that we will surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God can complete this work of transformation in our heart. This is the only way that the payment for our sins will be of any eternal benefit to us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, Lord, for this powerful message today a message of hope, a message that reminds us you have done all that is required. All we need to do is give our hearts to you and allow you to complete that work of transformation. Thank you, Lord, for this word we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.